Boner. Yeah, boner. We throw fastballs better than Anthony Fauci, baby. We all got oh, secrets. Oh. <laughs> we all got secrets. We are here. Mike is here. The hitman is here. I'm here. What up, boys? Pittman's what unborn up? child throws better fastballs than Fauci. <laughs> wow. Dude, no doubt. No doubt. Oh, well, we, we knew Pittman was throwing the fastballs that day when the child was born. So we know that kid's coming out with, the, you know, a blazing heater, baby. Uh, do we know that for sure? Have you been on Mari? Uh, <laughs> my wife potentially listens, so I'm going to tread lightly here. <laughs> I have to sleep next to her. <laughs> Deuce is definitely yours. Deuce, there's no denying Deuce. We'll give you that much. <laughs> yeah oh for sure dude it was funny too because when she told me like because obviously it was a shocker we had our tubes tied after the fourth so i'm fifth was so far in the rear view it wasn't even a... <laughs> i'm like so she's like dude i'm pregnant and like just like natural reaction i just i'm like it's not mine <laughs> yeah, definitely definitely how did that happen not the best three words to say in that moment. Look, look, I get, look, I gotta ask. Has anyone? I don't know if we covered this before. Has anyone done like an ultrasound and confirmed that they actually did tie the tubes? Well, this is the thing. They can't tell from an ultrasound. The test that they have to do is is typically done post uh, delivery because post they have to. Yeah, whatever. I'm not a doctor. Uh, they have to flush some kind of anchor, I guess iodine or whatever, to see if it if it goes through. Basically, what happens is one of two things: either they can untie, or sometimes they regrow around a tie. Ah. So, in order for them to test, they have to deliver the baby so that the baby doesn't get harmed by anything they put through Jeez. the system, pretty much. So, but they did they do all of these things? Like they went through the steps? Yeah, they did. So. You know, either they forgot something somewhere that the test or they or they regenerated, they reanimated, if you will. Maybe KFC printed them. I'm not sure. I don't <laughs> know. <what happened. laughs> maybe you used the Max Revive in Pokemon and uh, yeah. oh, it's Steve. Oh, I got the references now, baby. I got Steve the references. They call him Steve Ketchum. I catch Steve's, them all. Steve's got Pokeballs this week. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So, you had the reanimation, the revive. Uh, and, hey, here you go. Number five. Number yes. five alive, we're, baby. We're, we're done now. We It's oh. over. This well, time. Trump, when Trump money there, we, have a, <laughs> we have a C-section scheduled so that they can remove the tubes this time. We ain't taking no more chances. Maybe maybe they should grab the ovaries too, just to be safe. I mean, God. I'm thinking about it. I mean, highest bidder. <laughs> leave a neat, leave a number on our Facebook. Highest number gets it. My, so wait, my, wait. You snipping was out of the question. Uh, you were talking. Yeah. You were talking about it. We, you know what? We talked about it, and I mean, we talked about it, and. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I came in with it. I'm going out with it. I'm sorry. <laughs> not, and not for nothing, but with your with your luck, like because that like like the, the what you're doing is now 100 percent foolproof, right? Right. But the, the tubes tied is not or, I mean the uh the vasectomy is not hundred percent right. And I feel like with your luck, <laughs> you would go full and Next well, time it'd be twins or something. <laughs> 
Cromartie had two post vasectomy, right? I think so. Yeah. Jeez. I had yeah. a buddy in Jersey, same thing. They, I think they got six kids now, but he had a vasectomy and had two after. Oh, well, I have one, so I guess we'll see. But I'm a little old, so I don't think we're, uh, you know, those days might be behind me. I bet you you're the only dad in his school with a podcast. <laughs> with a podcast? Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> you never know what's out there. We all got secrets. Side note, Sammy's homeschooled, so technically, yes. <laughs> I think every the right things are going right now. Everyone might be homeschooled. Uh, At this point, the, the whole country is, yeah. I'm yeah. But only until did you see Philly said they're they're hundred percent virtual through November. Like yeah. way to be more obvious about what you're doing. What's, what's in November? Oh yeah, an election. <laughs> yeah. Like come, you know, somebody and I I'm I don't know. I'm not one of those guy guys that says, Oh yeah, this is all about the election, but yeah, even I'm going, okay. Little hinky. <laughs> Plus, I mean, look, November is the beginning of flu season. You're going to tell me that that's the time. If you're going to go back at any time, you're going to go, oh, yeah, let's do it at the beginning of flu season. That makes total sense. Okay. Steve's getting there. He's getting there, Pittman. Jeff Fuel, it's it's starting. I mean, you We're know, World bring Trade, you on board, brother. World Trade Center 7, I'm saying, BBC. I think speaking of conspiracies, can we jump into one of our topics that ties to a conspiracy that I have? What is that? So that the, the Marlins are destroying baseball. Yeah. All right. Let's go right to it. So my my theory on all of this. Uh-huh. Remember how there was like six or eight teams that didn't want to play this season? And you think they they, they would have made sense. They're one of the ones that aren't making money. Right, so what happens in a normal baseball season is the Marlins make no money, right? But it's okay because, like, the Phillies, Yankees, Red Sox, Cubs, they make so much money that they have to revenue share down. Well, this year, nobody's making money. So what happens is, like, the Phillies like the Phillies will still make some level of money, right? Like, they're still turning a profit. Not like they would normally, but they're turning some level of profit. Well, they've got, they've got the TV contract. Right. right, but if they're not sharing down to the Marlins now, now the Marlins are actually probably going to lose money this season. So Everyone's that's why it seems like the Marlins didn't want to play. Now all of a sudden, like twelve of their players get COVID. Come on, man, that stinks. So okay, how do you think if if this is a conspiracy? How do you think they're doing it? Like, do you think they're fudging the tests a little bit? Like, oh yeah, this guy's got COVID, and like, no, no I think they really. You're have just it. now starting to think about tests being fudged. Come <laughs> on, bro, stay woke, bro. <laughs> well, this is Florida. We've heard some yeah. things, right? <laughs> I think the players really have it. I just wonder if maybe the Marlins knew one or two of the players had it, and maybe held back that test result to let a couple more guys get it real quick. Okay, well, the, you know, the, the, players story, the, the players will be fine in two weeks. The story about the story that broke about how they made the decision to play on Sunday after a group text. I, I didn't hear that. Oh, this is so there was the word of the, the, the whole thing was on Sunday. They find out that their starting pitcher has COVID. OK, well, do you want to play? Apparently, Major League Baseball left it up to the players, which, by the way, I don't know where that is in the protocol. 
were, but, the, were the Phillies involved in that decision? Like, was Bryce appar- Apparently not. No. The, so they had a players-only meeting, but the players-only meeting was basically a group text. Wow. And they all basically said on group text, sure, let's play. And the, no, the Phillies were not consulted about this, apparently. Uh, so that, that is screaming to me, what the hell is Major League Baseball doing? Yeah. So, you know, but and, and like I said before, this is how conspiracy theories get started because the people at the top don't have control. So that leaves things wide open for people to say, well, you know what? It's probably this. And con- you know, why shouldn't they? The converse of that is the NBA bubble is working great, right? So they just released that they they do periodic league-wide testing. Mm-hmm. And this weekend was one of those. And they have zero COVID cases in the bubble. And oh, so it's working for now, and so is the NHL. The NHL announced zero. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. I think it's fair to point out, too, like out of the three sports, four, whatever whatever going on right now. You don't count soccer? Um, well, do you, does anyone really? I said sports. <laughs> all right, uh, <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, all, I, all I have to say is dupe. Okay. <laughs> well, listen, as far as baseball goes anyway, however many, you know, you want to turn on ESPN Ocho and, and watch whatever, that's, that's fair game. Baseball has done the least amount, in my opinion. It was more about how are we going to pay these guys than how are we going to protect these guys. You totally know what fair. I mean? Mm-hmm. And now totally you're fair. seeing that for face value. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and Major League Baseball was the one who had the most public battle over this. They had that protracted battle. They've got a commissioner who's really, you know, in this because he's, you know, he's a lawyer. He's not a baseball guy. He's he's thinking in terms of the next bargaining agreement and trying to get the owners in the best position for that. The whole battle that they had was just one big negotiating ploy, which was a bad time to do it as far as as far as, you know, how it looks. Yeah. I'm like, I, I just, uh, I, I wasn't like totally, I haven't watched the Phillies game yet. I, I, ha- I wasn't excited about it, but I do feel bad for the Phillies because, you know, like this Jack's Air stuff up and Phillies ownership by all accounts has done the right thing through this. They mm-hmm. did, even though there's no minor league season, they paid all their minor leaguers, their full, you know, salary through the thing. Yes. So, and, and I do think that, that what's his name? I'm drawing a blank now. The owner. Uh, John Middleton. John Middleton, like he seems like an owner that the players enjoy. You know what I mean? Like they, they, people have always talked about the Phillies as an organization taking care of their people. Yeah. Some would argue maybe too much in keeping people around sometimes who should have been let go long before. Right. So you feel bad that like these idiots from Florida, you know, which Florida always jacks stuff up, right? You know, <laughs> so now it's the Marlins term from Florida, jack stuff up. But I did like that the Dodgers, do you see how Dodgers owner came out and said, I haven't seen this. What you got? The Dodgers owner, he was like, look, we knew this is going to happen. It's going to happen again. And we're, we're, we like, we planned for this to happen. And it sounds like they already basically like changed the schedule now. Like, I guess the Yankees are now playing the Orioles. Like, who, like they kind of changed it around. Yeah. So um, the season will keep going. Money will be made by certain clubs and the Marlins can do whatever the hell they want to do with their stupid thing in the outfield. Well, this, this is the test. I mean, we're going to see if they had a plan. We're going to see if the plan works. Cause this is the live test. This is Rob Manfred's moment right now. 
I mean, this is this is what Rob Manfred is going to be remembered for. If this is resting on Manfred, baseball season screwed. <laughs> it's over. Mom's yeah. spaghetti. <laughs> oh, Gary Bettman is just, and we said this a few weeks ago. Gary Bettman loves Rob Manfred. Oh Rob. yeah, took him right off the hot seat. Did we just right, cross, go ahead? I'm sorry, Steve. I was just saying, right now NHL is looking a lot smarter. Did we discuss? I can't remember. You know, obviously now we've we've had several pods, and I forget what stories we have and haven't shared. Did we discuss the when the NHL draft was in Philly? I don't believe I don't we so. have. So the NHL draft was in Philly, and yes. Gary Bettman, you know, the, the commissioner, announces the picks. Were any of you there, Steve? You were there, right? Yeah. I was there uh, night two, day so two. I was there night one. I, I give Bettman a lot of credit because, you know, he gets booted every draft. Every commissioner gets booted every draft, except for yeah. baseball because they don't have a public draft. So, dude, not for nothing. I don't remember David Stern catching heat. Uh, yeah, that's a fair point. He got love at the drafts. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, that's and fair. I don't think the NBA isn't too public though. They 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 seem to have high rollers at the draft. The NFL and uh, NHL are the ones who really let the real fans in. I think. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely more fans at NFL and NHL, but there are fans of the NBA. So so if someone wanted to boo, they yeah. could. But anyway, so NHL drafts in Philly. Um, we're there night one, and we're, we we were there obviously for the experience. Yeah. But our primary objective was boo Gary Bettman. Like the second he opened his mouth, like before nice. words came out. <laughs> and so he's talking and like no one knew what he like his opening remarks. No one knew what he said because the booze were the first one's always the loudest. The booze were so loud. He's talking. No one in the stadium knows what he does. Right. And every pick he comes out, he's like, you know, he's trying to say with the ninth pick, you know, such and such takes. And the second we hear him start talking, you know, boo, boo, boo. So there's a trade, so it kind of catches everyone off guard. So he's like, normally it says on the board, like, uh, the pick is in. Well, it doesn't say that. So Bettman is able to sneak up to the podium, and and no one knows it because there wasn't a the pick is in on the board. So Bettman's at the podium, and he goes, I mean, I could announce a trade, right? And then all of a sudden, everyone's like, oh, wait, he's there. <laughs> but he was yeah. like a good sport about it because he was like, I, like he knew what was going to come. So he's like, well, I could announce a trade because he could have just went with the trade and got it out without anybody knowing. Yeah. So I, he actually gained a lot of respect for me, that, even though I don't think he's a particularly strong commissioner. Like the fact that he like embraced the booze, like you, you, if you embrace the booze, you're you're all right in my book. You know. Hey, well, we were there for the we, we were standing next to each other, you and me, for the NFL draft when mm-hmm. Goodell got booed, and he. Mm-hmm embraced it in the moment he was he was egging us on yeah but like if you look at like goodell he like you can tell in his eyes it bothers him and he's just trying to act like it doesn't bother him maybe where, yeah where like like batman almost had this like weaselly snarkily kind of like face to him where you could tell like he really was just like whatever this is like i i like this is philly i knew what i was getting into when i put the draft here you know what i mean yeah. like you know even like goodell with that fake that that in my living room draft he had this year he looked so weird oh, oh that was that was a little crazy yeah uh, we we agree i was proud to give it to goodell that day we gave it to him good that's what he said hey hey jesus steve calm down <laughs> Some, sometimes i walk right into him <laughs> i really do <sighs> good lord oh steve steve don't ever change steve I, 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 well, I'm too old to change by now. Well, are you? 
<laughs> you started a new hobby and you owe us an update. Uh, I started a whole new life, Steve. Come on, and you kicked it off with this hobby. Let's go. All right, you want to you want to hear about my Pokemon adventures? So I, I want to like set this up a little bit, right? Because the Pokemon story, as it's been explained to me, is like when a kid turns like ten, he basically like leaves his house to start on his journey, right? And he gets his like first Pokemon, and then they, they bond on their journey. Steve waited, didn't do it at ten. Steve did it at. What are you, 48? 48. 48. Steve, yeah. 48 started his Pokemon journey. Well, I, I did. I actually did try it at 44, four years ago. Yeah. And I just didn't take to a 10 then. Steve's but... first Pokemon was osteoporosis. So instead of the blue ball, I'm going for the blue pill. But, there you uh... go. <laughs> yeah. So well, the game lasts more than four hours. Contact the doctor, Steve. There you go. <laughs> so, well, my son's been looking for new games to play, and he started hearing about Pokemon and started mentioning it. So I'm like, well, I'm going to get him into it. And as I was getting him into it, I remembered, you know, I tried this, and I knew you played it, and I knew people played it, and I just said to myself, I, I knew other people that played it with their children. So I'm like, this is an opportunity to bond. So I'm going to give it a shot again. And I got hooked this time. I really got hooked. I have been, first thing I'm doing when I'm waking up is I'm hitting the app to yeah. see if there's any Pokemon sitting around in my bedroom. Pogo is life now. Oh, man. You know, I, I keep the app open in case I hit a stoplight and there's a Poke stop there and I want to spin it. I'm probably cheating there, but I don't care. I mean, you're cheating, I, you ain't trying, Chief. Yeah. That's it. So, wait, admit something to me. Do you keep the app open while you're driving just to maybe see if you rack up a few extra miles? I have a thing called a gotcha. It's. No. Uh -huh. See this you thing? What? See this thing? Okay. This auto catches and auto spins for me while I drive. Gee, oh my, you're even worse than I am. I mean. That's beautiful. So. Technically, he's better because he's doing it safely, Steve. Yeah. He does have a point. I do wait till stoplights. I try to. That's the angle. That's how you get your wife to allow it, Steve. Pitch it to her as a safety precaution. <laughs> what does a gotcha run? Uh, if you're patient, you can get them like around a $30 price range. Uh, yeah. If you're in a rush, it's typically 40 So this is what I was going to ask you, Mike. Uh, this is the whole Pokemon universe. Now that I'm in it, now that I see all the angles and how you gain coins and how you gain currency in order to get stuff in the game uh have you put money into this at any point now and i know uh, now you haven't a gotcha but even before the gotcha yeah like like um so i really like i have a couple of friends who i really enjoy playing the game with the game is very much community based it's mm -hmm. different than other games and that's probably why i've stuck with it for so long where other people like like Pittman kind of comes and goes on it because he doesn't have that community he plays with, just kind of him, and you get bored if you don't. So, like, I'll have some friends where, like, there's, like, a, I don't know, some random day there's nothing to do, then we'll get a bunch of, like, raid passes and, and drive around and battle raids. And, like, usually one or two of the kids are back in the car. Um, Dom, within five minutes, is screaming and yelling because he hasn't gotten a shiny yet. You know, it's, like, a whole routine to it. So, I, I haven't put, like, I, I mean, I legit know people who have put thousands of dollars into the game. That's, that's crazy. I, wow. I, I am, I am not at one tenth of that number, but I've put some money in the game, but 
you know, like if I was playing Madden, that would cost me 60, 70. What's, what's a game cost nowadays? 70 bucks? Well, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, 60 bucks at least, like the new Madden, yeah. So if I've put 100 bucks in this game for four years, that's a hell of a lot cheaper than any games I would have bought over those four years. You know what I mean? That's just kind of how I look at it. And yeah, obviously, more. they're in the business making money, so if I'm if I'm putting money once in a while, it keeps the game going. But, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, as you're seeing already, like, it gets you moving. It gets you walking. You know, it's a, good, it's a really good thing in that regard. It does. I mean, I uh, have learned now that if you go into Center City, Philadelphia, it's basically like shopping for poke balls with all the poke stops down Broad wow. Street. I just, yeah. Center City's bananas, man. Absolutely bananas. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 you know, I went by City Hall, and I was proud to say now that one of my Pokemon is, I believe, still in the City Hall gym. So oh, I, I doubt it. I am defending City Hall. It's been there a couple of days. I doubt it. Is oh, City, Hall? City Hall? City Hall. That's you. Wow, I'm surprised to hear that. Yeah, but uh, I need picture proof of that, Steve. I would be willing to bet within an hour you get murdered in City Hall. (laughs) Not even. It's just such a busy place. Like those places, typically, unless you're like in the upper echelon of elite Pokemon people, like Hoke, you're gonna get slaughtered in those high those high traffic areas. Let me let me put it this way. I was in there longer than I thought I would be. I might be I might have been kicked out of there by That's now. What she said. Hey. <laughs> so anyway, so if it, to, to go into why it was so important this weekend for those who don't know, this was a big Pokemon Go Fest this past weekend. For 1495 you get the joy of watching your app spin and not being able to get into a lot of raids and basically having oh. it freeze on you 20 times. And Wasn't that frustrating? It was really frustrating. Well, that was, it was frustrating for Sammy because he, we, when we, especially when we went, went into Philadelphia, he kept getting kicked out of the app. Yeah. So yeah, we were, we were having that problem a little bit. We were having an easier time in the suburbs. So I've now learned, you know, how the app sometimes gets affected when everyone's trying to play, especially during a big weekend. But yeah, I did. that's atypical. You don't usually have events quite that big, but right. Um, hey, listen, it could be worse. He could have a cabinet named after him. Ten thousand dollars on Wayfair, yeah, it could happen. Dropping <laughs> fourteen ninety five on Pokemon. There you go. <laughs> so I will say this. So this is, I think, well, the fact that I got into Philadelphia, I went to City Hall. Then Sunday, yesterday. Uh, to, it would be two days ago. We went into Rittenhouse Square. That was kind of fun. Uh, you know, today I went into media uh, near me, and actually I was having breakfast at a cafe and was kind of there's four poke stops around the uh, poke stops around the cafe. So I was spinning those while eating breakfast. That was fun. So I am starting to do things like that now. I'm going to be honest with you. The biggest thing I got from this game is I literally know hundreds of ways to any location now. From like driving the gyms and driving to catch Pokemon, I'm like, oh shoot, I didn't realize this street takes me here. Like, you know, very rarely do I get stuck in significant traffic now because I just know so many ways to places without even turning the GPS on. It's like, it has been like really helpful, you know, from that aspect. Which is a low key skill in itself in today's world because people are so reliant on GPS to get everywhere. So, so reliant that they'll drive into a lake because it tells them to. Right. Yeah. Man, so now I, now I have a question for you, Mike. So, uh, how many gyms you hit? You know, how many, how many, or how many Pokemon would you say you catch a day? Uh, so I, I don't play right now as much as I used to. Between the move and and the the work, you know, work's been real busy. 
So now it's not as high. When I was at my peak, um, it's like almost embarrassing to say. Uh, when I was at my peak, I would get into, so you can max out at 20 gyms. Uh-huh. I, I would max out three times a day, and I was probably catching four to 500 a day. Wow. Right. Wow. So now yeah. what is it more like 50? I don't know. No, nah, I probably catch 200 a day. But that's still a lot. Sure, but no, I mean, yeah. like, like my friends all call me casual now. You know what I mean? Like, because <laughs> I'm not, you know, quote, yeah. quote he's a, he's a part timer now. Yeah. You know, right, like that, it, I used I was, to be, go ahead. I was probably doing maybe 200 each day on the weekend because I was devoting the time to it, actually, sure. to kind of go out. And but, again, remember, it's a lot easier with the, the with the gotcha too, right? Like when you're manual catching everything, the gotcha is yeah. making half my catches for me. Okay. So, and let me tell you my favorite story. I think Pittman, you'll you'll like this because I've been consulting with Mike all weekend because I'm trying to learn some of the nuances of the game. And you know, Mike's been my uh, Yoda, and I'm kind of his Padawan learner now. You know, you tell me, you know, master. You know, tell me what to do. But I've been, you know, going to him with little tips. And so he gives me a tip. Uh, it was probably Sunday, I think. He says, you know, now Geibel and Litwick are the two big ones that everyone's going for because they're the big ones that you light up. So I'm like, okay, I get focused on these. You know, I throw out an incense and I'm like, this was in Rittenhouse Square. And I'm like, I only have so many poke balls at the time. I'm like, I'm just going to focus on Geibel and Litwick, whatever I get. So I get a bunch of them. And I get enough candy and I decide, okay, I'm just going to raise one. I'm going to evolve a couple of them because I'm like, I can. This is what I was doing. So I evolve two of them. I evolve a guy, and Litwick. I get the ones and I send them to Mike and I'm like, hey, Mike, look, I just evolved these. First thing he says to me is like, don't do that unless you check with me first. <laughs> I swear. There's levels to this shit, Steve. I felt like I did something wrong at work and the boss was giving me grief. <laughs> I was like, you know, don't do that unless you don't publish that unless you check with me first. I'm like, holy shit, I pissed off the master. <laughs> Which I know I told I, you on Saturday. I told you on Saturday, patience always pays off in this game. Well, I'm figuring that out now, but dude, I got a new toy in my hand. I got all this candy, I got all these Pokemon. I'm like, I want to see the lit the, the lit up one, and I did. But now I get it. So I'm now waiting and I'm now being more cautious about it. But yeah, it was that moment. I'm like, oh, wait, I did this wrong. I thought I got the best one. And then I learned the nuances that even though it has the highest CP, if the underlying stats aren't great, it's not a great Pokemon. And by the way, now that I'm in the battles, I'm starting to see some of these guys that I evolved getting their, you know, their, their uh, shit pushed in because they don't have any defense. Right. Well, next time, this... next time we meet up, man, I'll, I'll trade you a couple things to help you out in the. Uh, oh, thank you. In the gym battle world, I got some extras. You gotta put an asterisk next to your name though, because that's a performance enhancer. <laughs> so we're doing. This is like the Andro of Pokemon here. Oh, this is co like the collusion that they had in the '80s. You know, right. that they got in trouble with. Okay, that works for me. So uh, this is our. Uh, that was our Pokemon segment. You know, now that everyone who doesn't play Pokemon is tuned out. Check us out next week when we go into Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hold up. Hold up. So since you brought Dungeons and Dragons up, right? So Don't um, tell me you're like a dungeon master, dude. No, 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 off. no, 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 no. But I'm going to play pretty soon. And let me tell you why. You're going in. So, 
Okay. Pardon my take is a podcast that I listen to. Um, you know, they, they have millions of listeners. So they're on another level than we are. Um, but they're heavily, We're coming for your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're very heavy on sports. So the last couple of months, like we where we talk about other aspects of life besides sports, that they're 99% sports. So the last couple of months have been really hard for them from a programming standpoint. So they basically just decided, like, we need some levels of competition, right? So they started playing um, with – they hired a dungeon master, and, like, each week they would play, like, a half hour, 45 minutes of them playing Dungeons & Dragons. And, like, you know, pre-COVID, they're, the, they're like us. Like, if someone to Dungeons & Dragons, we'd laugh at them, we'd mock them, but they disagreed. They said, listen – for the purposes of this, we're going to just go fully in on this. We're going to embrace it. We're going to be real corny with it. And I'm going to tell you, man, they had so much fun. So me and a couple guys have been talking. Like, we got to do, like, it's a one-time thing, right? Like, we are not getting Dungeons Dragons. We we fully acknowledge it's super corny. But, like, if you're just willing to kind of let your guard down for a little bit and just embrace the corniness of it, sometimes those kind of things can be fun as, like, a one-time deal. So it sounds like point, a Bill Cosby line. <laughs> <You're not laughs> <pimp up. laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so at some point, uh when I don't know when, because COVID still has some people shook, some people not. So I don't know when we'll all get together, but at some point yeah. Yeah, I will report back to you on a Dungeons and Dragons experience. And I, feel free to mock me. Do it on Zoom, dude. Like, uh, I'll be honest, I, I've never done it, but I don't I don't hate it. I got a lot of friends who do it, and they, you know, I, I have an inner geek at heart. I get the allure. Yeah, it's never been like a dragons. Like I've never been to that. Like the dragons, the knights, the wizards. That stuff has never really. Yeah. Excited me. So. Same here. I mean, I watched just, a few Harry Potter like movies. The, uh, just like the fire-breathing lizards that sleep in balls. You guys just do those, not dragons. Are oh, you talking about Charmander? <laughs> <laughs> we all got our secrets here, right? Hey, man. That's hey. it. But yeah, I, I get the allure of it. I get, but yeah, I was never a uh, a, a wizard type guy. You know, when I when I'm with the science fiction, I've always been more of a space science fiction. You know, Star okay. Wars, Star Trek, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, like Michael loves Star Wars, and he tries to talk to me about it. And like, I I listen because he's my kid, and I'm pretty like. But like no. in my mind, I'm just like, bro, like no. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> uh, I, I I actively got my boy into Star Wars. I'm I wearing a Star Wars shirt right now. So <laughs> yes, I am. I am wearing. Uh, Steve, do you believe in aliens, Steve? I actually do. My man. I, look, let me. I'm not that self-centered to think that we're the only form of life out there. I Are just you? don't know. I don't know that they've made it here necessarily, but I think they exist. Are I'm here okay? to tell you they had nothing to do with 9/11, Steve. No, no, they're in Area 51. We all know that. That's where okay. that's where the aliens go. Apparently, there's a documentary exposing Area 51. I'm sure that thing's electric. <laughs> Dude, we know. Look, Trump, we know Trump's uh, dropping the evidence of aliens in October. That's the October surprise, and that's how he's going to get the re-election, right? Maybe. Uh, yeah. The Pentagon already confirmed it. <laughs> What's that? The Pentagon already confirmed it this year. <laughs> uh, right, I forgot about that. We discussed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, look, I think, yeah, I think, I think life exists. Come on. In the it's Pentagon. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's overflowing here. Trust me. 
So here's the thing. Do you believe in alternate realities, an alternate universe? Like you have, might have an alternate universe on another planet where you have another Pittman and another Hoke and another me. Is that Hoke 220 and can 360 dunk? <laughs> <laughs> hey, why not? Yeah. You know, they're, 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 they're I'm old enough to remember Quantum Leap. That's it. I never watched that. You like Quantum Leap? You mentioned it earlier in our chat. I'm I'm versed in the old TV shows, man. Well, old TV, yeah. I mean, like, but I tend to go more like Star Trek: Next Generation, like Captain Picard or something. I got gotcha. Wasn't, story time. wasn't it? Yeah, I wasn't a Trekkie as a kid. Yeah, I like sports all day in our house. Sports and, yeah. and cartoons like Ninja Turtles and X Men. I was so much more into the movies for Star Trek. Wrath of Khan is legendary. You've have you done? Uh, I know my I know Hoke hasn't seen it. Pittman, yeah. you didn't. Uh, you done uh, Rathacon? No. no. Can you do? Can you do the V thing with your fingers? Uh, live long and prosper. You know, one away from the shocker. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> but but that's the one where Spock dies. Steve just split the V for those who yeah. couldn't see the footage. Split the v. <laughs> oh baby, <laughs> but yeah. So that's the one where Spock dies, and yet they somehow found a way to bring him back. You know, like W, like wrestling or something. So WWE. Based on reality, that's cool. Yeah, there you go. You know, regeneration for him too. Re regeneration, like uh, like like Pittman's uh, fifth child there. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's it. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna need sponsors soon just to pay for his kids. <laughs> Dude, no bullshit. We gotta hey, wear pampers out. if. Pampers, if you're out there, Infamil, <laughs> we're really looking for <laughs> Gerber. There you go. Send some samples down to Virginia. Right. Yeah. Get something going here. Speaking of Virginia, yeah. I'm handling the transition tonight, Steve. I'm just taking your job from you. Just go, oh, man. Lord, Speaking Steve, you've of been Virginia, out there, was a, there was a baseball game in, in, in Virginia this week, right? Well, they're in Washington, D.C., isn't that, I think their stadium's actually technically across the river in, in Virginia. Is it? I thought it was downtown. I thought it was right by the Capitol. Well, let's just well, we don't the things and let's go with it's in Virginia. Well, you know, it's right over the river. Okay, I'll let it. I'll allow it. <laughs> and that baseball game made some news for a couple of different reasons. Yeah, it did. Well, first of all, that yeah. first pitch. Holy smokes. Now, Dr. Fauci proving that his job is to make sure no one catches anything. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> we were going to have the debate. Worst first pitch in history? No. No? You think 50 cents? You want to go for I'll go first if you want. What do you think? My worst first pitch ever goes to Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I saw his. The dude retired and played professional baseball. And, and threw it like twenty feet over the backstop. Yeah, he he the man. If if you played the game, you can't do that. Jesus, he's got a point. Even though he didn't play at the major league level, he did play the game. Oh God, he got compensated to play. No, the two year suspension. Maybe talk about a conspiracy theory. Hey, jet fuel can't melt Michael Jordan. Mm -mm. I'll okay. tell you who. I'll tell you who I'm. I'll tell you who I'm going with. Baba Booey. Where did he do it at? He did it uh, for the Mets. 
Dude, the Nets bring out bad throwers all the time, then, huh? Nonstop. His his was Fauci esque. Actually, no. Bob, I think Baba Booey was the one who hit the umpire, who was standing like you know twenty feet to the right of home plate. He got the umpire in the chest. <laughs> yeah. I think. Or somebody. I took the liberty to share a link on the Facebook page tonight of top 10 worst pitches. So yeah. for those of you listening in Serbia, Spain, <laughs> yes. the continental United States, perhaps you're in a bunker awaiting the post-COVID life. Yes. Plug into <laughs> Facebook so you can see these pitches, please. Here, let's, let's do it one better. Let's do it one better. So we're only going to announce this here. But on Sunday, we'll pick one person who comments on that post, um, like who they think of those top ten was the worst, um, and we'll give them a Dunkin' Donuts gift card. Oh! I'm into it. Oh, I think I can send them electronically. So right about, right about now, this is where the egg pops up and you see, oh... Oh, <laughs> yeah. Steve, oh. Steve's learning. I'm getting them all, man. I'm he finally gets while you're posting that in group chat for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like all these eggs that were popping up. I'm like, well, it must mean something. I was, I was yeah, but now you, you know. If, if you're listening, take a second, go to our Facebook page, check the video on the on the top 10 words first pitches, comment who you think it was. Um, and then on what I say, son, on Sunday, we'll, I'll, I'll pick one of the commenters and give you a I mean, it's not going to be $1,000, so don't get super excited. But you get a free cup of coffee or two. You're, you're, you're buying this, right? Ah, I thought Pittman was. Oh, wait. Hey, Steve, just cash at me the money. I'll send it to whoever. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we, we ain't got budget here, damn it. You start giving away coffee to everyone. Hey, we're, God let's, damn it. We're hey, let's put this on pause till the end of August when I get stimulus 2.0. Uh, next stimulus. So I got money again. It's, hey, listen, though. <laughs> Before we get too far away from the worst pitches, let's go back to Fauci for a second since we're on these conspiracies. Oh, yeah. This I didn't notice this until you pointed it what out. What jersey number did the man wear? Uh, 19. It, it sure is all there. Oh, oh my God. Jersey. Dude, I hope he took that jersey off, poured jet fuel all over it, and melted that some bitch to the ground. In all, like, so in all serious, like, not even joking for a minute, right? He has the worst PR team ever. Like, to to wear number nineteen, right, is completely like, like, quite honestly, if I was him, I'd probably do it. But I'm a troll. I'm not a doctor. People are looking to for right. like, like evidence of stuff, right? It, it just comes out the same weekend that like his family's getting death threats. So you go out there, you rock number nineteen, and then you're not wearing a mask half the game. Like, was was it half the game? I mean, I don't. I I know. I saw the pictures. I've seen all that on the internet. Hey, Steve, do the rules apply all the time or half the time? Well, okay, fair point. And were they quarantining with safety? Him? I, never I sleep, it. Steve. That, that is Good. technically breaking your rules. I was just curious. Was it half the time? I don't know. Well, it, I mean, it was two different instances, right? Because in one, his wife is wearing a mask and one, his wife is not. So there was two separate instances where he didn't have his mask on. Well, in, his wife, in, who was the other in, guy? Who was the well, other guy with funny, him? Right? That's what's funny. Because naturally, the second I see this picture, I post it on Facebook, right? Like, like this will get the pot star. And I knew right away. Yeah, you got and murdered. Really, People are like, well, what if it's his family? Like, look at the dude next to him. Like, 
He's basically dude next to him was definitely security detail. No, so so Fauci had to issue a statement later because he really got undermined on this. And it's a close family friend, and he claims he was just taking it off to take a sip of water. But then the second picture focuses where he's ver- he's laughing in the dude's face. So like, I, like yeah, how, yeah. But how does the guy? How does the guy for who six months? ago has been telling you to stay away from friends and and not and all that tell you that well i was just sitting at a game with a close friend right 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 dude lick my bag bro yeah <laughs> look i have not been the one to criticize dr fauci but even i'm going bad look I, well, you're the guy point. that everyone's going to you can't screw up that's my point like you got to be smart like like there's nothing more than i would like to go hang and get wings with you guys, right? Like we've done in the past or whatnot. But like we don't. We're like we are playing by the rules. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah. so when you go sit in a park with your buddy, when we all would want nothing more to do that, like fuck off. And I don't curse, you know that? Fuck off, dude. Seriously, fuck off. Like, like I, you're I, the I, face of all this, and that's the message you send. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, the way and the worst part of it is you're basically this is bulletin board material. You're handing your opposition, the bulletin board material. And that's why I said from the jump, you have a terrible PR team. Because, like, like, doesn't your PR team say, like, what are you doing? Like, Dude, at some level, it was probably, like, a young kid on staff that thought it would be funny or something. And Fauci's probably so old, he didn't even realize, like, the level of troll with that jersey. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, with the jersey part, I get. But sitting next to your butt at a baseball game. Oh, yeah. Like, the country they could have cool. dude this the fucking the stadium's empty they could have spaced out over four sections if they That's wanted to they could have sat three seats apart they could have laughed talked whatever but he sat dude, right if i'm at a phillies game and there's a seat open next to me i'm telling my wife to move over to it so we have the empty seat between us right the buffer- what, the, what the hell are you doing yeah you, you got a chance to have buffer seats like crazy why aren't you taking it there is nothing more clutch in life than the buffer seat nothing. oh god yes Dude, I had I had a buffer seat once on a transatlantic flight from oh. London. It was the greatest flight of my life. I had two buffer seats. I had the whole. I was like, I I had my drinks on one seat. I had my food in the other. I would it just sat the whole flight with like my arms in the air. Like I I'm did. <laughs> in in flight movies, I mean. The trays were down on either side of me. I got like two scotches and beer on one side. I got my dinner on the other side, and I'm lounging. Yeah. What the fuck you doing, bro? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. But then, Buffer but then, seats right up there with like, uh, if you have a wall of empty urinals. Oh, uh, you don't go up. You don't go up and pee next to the dude, bro. No. Number one, if there's four on the wall, you don't take the middle one because then you're the asshole. You've now, <laughs> you've now made it a point that someone has to piss next to someone. Yeah, that's true. You, you, you got you, you. You've you've basically knocked out three. You've taken yeah. out three in one shot. Do you remember? Like, it, it was probably like 1998, 1999. Um. Back when they used to have those, like, I forget what they were called, but they were, like, games, early games on the internet, um, like, through Adobe or whatever. But there was like, the ur- the urinal game. Did you ever play the urinal uh, game? There's anything like know. Oregon Trail? I mean, it's... No, I mean, it just it was basically... Just uh, <laughs> it was a flash game. So I, I Googled it, and it popped up. It was a flash game. Um, uh. So you can still play if you want. 
But it just basically, like, you just walk into a whole bunch of bathroom scenarios and had to pick the right urinal or you got beat up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These are the kind of learning tools we need right now while we're in quarantine. We should be yes. equipping these kids with essential life knowledge. Yeah, if you can't go to a baseball game with your buddy, at least you can play the urinal game. <laughs> right. This, this, I just had a moment pop into my mind that you probably didn't see the movie Hoke by Pittman. You remember the movie Speed? Yeah. When when they were giving each other scenarios, it's like you've got the hostage, he's being held at gunpoint. What do you do? <laughs> it's like you've got three urinals, you've got people on either side. What do you do, Jack? What do you do? <laughs> shoot the you shoot the hostage, bro. <laughs> well, on next week's pod, I want to hear your guys' review of the urinal game. Oh okay. I, I, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah. yeah, I might be in on this, but yeah, really, that, that if you would, you talk about man law, if there is an unwritten man rule, urinals are the unwritten man rule. You have to give elbow room. Hundred percent. Now I have a couple of buddies I used to work at a job like two jobs ago, um, so pre pre my current employer, and like we would have the best time in the bathroom. We would go. I should stop the conversation right there. Right, we had the best time in the bathroom. End conversation. <laughs> <laughs> that that would end that would end the pod on some weeks. That's like uh like you'd walk in and let's say let's say it's me and Pittman and I see Pittman's already like you're at a bar and Pittman's in the stall and you walk in. So you're like, yo bro, how's that rash clearing up? That cream work and just like, <laughs> <laughs> get, like super awkward and uncomfortable. Like we would because we were all on the same level, we would just continue the conversation, just make people weirder and weirder. And weirder. Uh, yeah. We we had see, the conversation. To, we had a light there. switch. I used to shut the lights off on people and tell them to take a spooky doogie. <laughs> Did, didn't we? Didn't we have the tasty cake conversation in the uh, bathroom? Yeah, yeah, yes, we did. Where, where the the bathroom, the the men's club was putting day old tasty cakes in the in the restroom. That's not, not, nothing like a crimpet during the uh, during the act. Oh yeah. <laughs> my, dad, my dad always tells a story. I think it was at a Phillies game. Um. I was like five and, and one of my other brothers was like four or three, something to that effect. So he takes us in the bathroom and we start talking about, did you ever notice how when you have to go to the bathroom, it grows and then after you go, it shrinks. <laughs> uh, and my dad's just like, come on guys, hurry up and get out of here. <laughs> oh, man, oh okay. man. My dad, oh. my dad is a loyal listener. He'll be very happy I shared that story this week. He he enjoys that one. That's that's wow. fantastic. Total total Seinfeld <laughs> reference. <laughs> there was shrinkage. That's funny, man. Oh man. So did we? We did have the debate. I don't know if we we. If you want to pose the scenario, what would you do, Jack? Uh, you're at the uh, you're in the bathroom. Every urinal is taken except one. Are you going for it? I mean, I, I'm a big dude. So like, like six, I'm like six foot four, and I'm, I'm a heavy dude. So I'm doing it and just dealing with like whatever. Sorry, bro, but I gotta go. Like, I'm just in this thing, dude. I don't time. give a. Dude, I, 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 I need a stall. I, I get a little. I, I get gun shy. I don't know why. Why everybody's firing rounds off, Steve? What's going <laughs> about? I don't know. I get performance anxiety. I need, I need the elbow. It could be because I used to be a lot yeah. bigger than this. You know, What's and I the need, rule? I need... 
Yeah, see, you're aerodynamic now. You can zoom into a urinal but and I get st- out. I, st- I still think in the fat guy's brain. That's fair. It happens all the You know what it happens most with, if just, just derail for a second? Chairs. Like, I still think if you have, like, the crappy deck chair that I can't sit in it because I'm going to break it. But so I can approach, actually. It's got to be funny to watch your approach to these chairs. Yeah, it's like, dude, is that going to be safe for me? And it's like, I can actually sit in them now. I'm under the weight limits. That's weird for me because I've broken chairs in my lifetime, man. I have demolished some fucking chairs, man. I have. Whew. <laughs> well, when we started the pot out, I mean, I still don't know if you got that one together. So, yeah, we're going to test that. I did, except it's not perfect. But it, it is together. It's hey, in, the I'm world's actually, not perfect, Steve. We still that's, function. That's, that's, you got a point there. But I made it through. That was, that, that was the pandemic chair. But, but I know something that is, it is perfect. What is? The NBA bubble. Look at that. Transition. Good Lord. <laughs> Man's on fire. Look, I know. No, you, uh, you don't need me anymore. You have grown. The sentiments are perfect. You know who's on fire? Who? Lou Williams. Lou Williams. He's got those good wings. <laughs> well, he definitely got the extra hot. <laughs> he smokes. Look, look, is the food that good at that strip club that you got to get the wings? That's what I got to know. So someone did a little bit of research. Mm-hmm. And apparently... Anytime someone asks him where he goes to eat, and this is over a 10-year span on Twitter, he says Magic City every single time. Wow. So he's eating. <laughs> he's eating the ass. That's what he's eating. He's certified. <laughs> that's, he's how certified. You, <laughs> that's how you get the COVID right there. You'd be eating the ass in the strip club, okay? I mean, it's like like Steve, do you know the whole? Do you want to set the story real quick for those who maybe don't know? Well, the the the, the story is that Lou Williams had to undergo quarantine. He had permission to be out of the bubble to go to Atlanta for a friend of his uh, grandfather. 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 Grand, oh, his grandfather. Okay, grandfather's funeral, and he was caught during that weekend in an Instagram photo at this strip club, Magic City. It was Correct. at Correct. the same place. Uh-huh. So he was caught in an Instagram photo. And they question him about it, and he claims that the uh, the reason that he was there is because the post funeral luncheon was at Magic City. It's like, what? See, they lied too, though. Like they 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 they've had to reword the story a few times because initially when it broke, he tried to say it was an old photo, but the uh-huh. photo was. It was posted by a rapper and then deleted. And in the photo, he had a mask on that they gave him in the bubble. Right, right, right. So yeah. they knew it was it was a current photo. And I got to tell you, if if I got to get a hold, I got to call my uh, bubble contact and get a hold of one of those masks. Yeah, dude. Uh, I totally got to do that. I'll I'll work on that. But uh, yeah, so so that is the story. Yeah, and Lou Williams is claiming, yeah, we all we because apparently they have the best wings. He says there was no entertainers there. Yeah, which I don't. Does that make sense? I mean, no. I, no. I don't. I don't know what the makes what are the, as much sense as going to a strip club for wings. Well, I mean, the, the, what are the rules right now in Georgia? Does anything go? I, I they have to yeah, have at least. I a, think they're still down to like two zones, too, police, right? So it's like a fucking war zone out there. Well, she's. It's either that or, or what's happening in Seattle. Yeah, but, but their rules don't matter, right? Like, 
Like, yeah, but, but at some point we gotta have some law, right? <laughs> I mean, no, like, no, 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 no. Hold on, let me let me see what I'm saying, right? So when I say their rules don't matter, the Georgia rules don't matter because he's jeopardizing like the NBA. NBA, yeah, right. That supersedes. Yeah. So, so he's he's being selfish and jeopardizing that, like like the is a he lot though? of NBA players. It's sad. It is really sad. But a lot of NBA players do live paycheck to paycheck. So if this season falls apart. There will be NBA players who are broke, and like you gotta I have, feel bad for that. Is that wrong? I don't feel bad, but in the same sense, if if ninety nine people are doing the right thing and one dude screws it up because he's going to a strip club after his, like you're so mournful of your grandfather, you're at a strip club. What if your grandfather's last wishes was for the family to go enjoy some Magic City wings? Uh, <laughs> you don't want to honor. You don't want to honor your grandfather, Mike. Let's Love. Be Grandfather's a sensitive subject in my family. We, that's a, that's another day, another topic. Answer your question. No, I would not go to the strip club. That was my grandfather's wish. So your dad passes away, Mike, and he says, "Listen, I want you guys to take my favorite hat, fill it with vegan wings, and pass them out to everyone at my funeral." So would you I, break quarantine for that? I, I don't know if we discussed this, but I've never been to a strip club, not once. Okay, you're not missing nothing. I, I, right, that's my point. Um, so you're going to notice that I've gotten extremely silent. But please continue. <laughs> my dad joked that my bachelor party was a disappointment and he wanted to go to Nicole's bachelorette party. <laughs> oh, thank God. I didn't. <laughs> that's funny as hell, dude. We might have to have your dad co-host an episode here. I, well, this is past his bedtime. We'd have to do like a, an early, an early taping, but we could interview him at some point. He would love it. He, again, he listens every week, so he would thoroughly enjoy coming in and talking to you guys. In between, like Jeopardy and Matlock, we squeeze him in. Gardens <laughs> <laughs> all day. <laughs> like, put the cucumber down and get over here. Yeah. <laughs> Where the hell is this going? As he put the cucumber down? What the hell? That's what she said. Hey, strip clubs, buddy. Anything is fair strip game. Club. We're talking about food at the strip club? I mean, I was throwing an alley oop on that one. Someone had to slide Oh, man. Too easy. Okay. So, wait, we're, so we're talking about strip club wings. Uh, and cucumbers. And cucumbers. And cucumbers. There you go. Make it rain. Oh, man. But, yeah. I mean, listen, so, so what's funny, too, is the Clippers now have three players in quarantine, right? Yeah. Because. Um, Williams is in quarantine. Harold's in quarantine, and another guard. Um, what's uh, the, we talked? You know who the smart one is? Donald Sterling, because he got out of there before COVID hit. There I'm you go. <laughs> I said it. I you said it. <laughs> By the way, wait. Speaking of speaking so of. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of Atlanta, speaking of Atlanta, we got a listener in Atlanta. Do we? Um, your boy. Your boy. Your boy who, Hannah? He's not down yeah. there. He's just, he's Fugazi. He just reps the team. But wait, oh, he's not down there? Uh, I thought he was in Atlanta. No, he no. thought he was too. He's fake. Oh, fake. Oh, he, wow. Okay. But I, has he ever been to Atlanta? Could he confirm how the the wings are at Magic City? That's what I want to know. Um, I don't know that he's 
been I think he was thinking it's about possible. Gone. I've started following him and the dude posts some pretty fucking epic food. I'm gonna be honest with you. Well, he, he, um, he went to culinary school. He, he doesn't currently work in that industry, but he went to culinary school. Okay, so he's got to know something. He's got to yeah. know somebody who knows someone. Well, and he used to. So unfortunately, uh, I, I think I can like talk about this because he said, "Yeah, let's roast him." Fuck it, he's listening. <laughs> he ran security at a very high end hotel. Okay, so he's met a lot of like like a listers, big timers. Um, but his his hotel just announced this week that they are closed for good now. So oh no uh, shit, yeah, oh. Tom Wolf. Dang. So, but yeah, so but what I bring it up to say like he he knows food, but he also has like pictures of, like Busta Rhymes, like crazy. Right, eyes. right, right. Did he put uh, his hands where his eyes could see? Yeah, he's. Got, <laughs> I, I want to ask him uh, if there's one story in particular. Like, he has one story I think is like the funniest story ever. Um, but I'm going to check with him first to make sure. I, I can probably share it since like he's no longer working there. But I'll check with him and I'll share it next week if I'm allowed. Look, so, it's, John, it's, I know you're listening right now. Um, you know the story I'm talking about. It's about the person who was worried about people being out front. Oh, look, so, it sucks. It sucks that you're not working there anymore. We feel for you. But, dog, this is your chance, man. You got no more allegiances. Spill yeah. the beans. Yeah, you sure got big dog. I think Riri's still single. There he you go. Come and tell some stories. Like he, he saw McNabb whacked out of his mind. One, not that. That's, that's who hasn't. We're all Eagles fans. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we saw. We watched the Super Bowl, right? Right. <laughs> He's friggin' that drunk. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, we had one more topic. Uh, going back to Doctor Fauci. Oh yeah. Yeah, one more topic, and I think uh, we're out of topics this week, but it is kind of interesting because we are collectors. And word actually broke today that uh, Topps made a baseball card of uh, Dr. Fauci his first pitch. Of course, they made the card of the moment while the ball was still in his hand, so it looks like he's about to throw a good pitch. It doesn't right, say anything. He's about to deliver a gem down the pipe. Yeah, it doesn't say anything about what happened afterwards. So this is a very biased card. But it's set, you know, for those who aren't as into the collecting world as we are, Topps has a product called Topps Now that when a big moment happens in baseball, they make a card of it and they make it available for 24 hours. You can order it for $10 only in that 24-hour window. Some of these cards wind up going for big money in a secondary market now. Dr. Fauci's card broke the record for the print run of these cards over 50,000 which for a tops now card is huge who wants this card not who me. wants to who wants to i actually know people that are like i want this card if they're if they're if they're admirers of dr fauci hey great here's the thing though that's not his finest moment we all know the pitch sucked you know, you see the card, you could be like, but the pitch sucked. What do you have a card of that for? But here's the here's here's the kicker. It's gone for money on eBay. Right. I'm seeing sales today, $250 people are paying for it right now. And then well, these cards are always hot. Memorabilia has been hot on the whole, right? And it's always hottest the day after these things come out because people are trying to jump on it, thinking they get something, and then he wind well, up I being think, disappointed. Later. I think quarantine has helped 
boost the memorabilia too because people are sitting on their ass more they're going through shit they're sifting through they're into different shit you know what i mean like yeah, they're looking for something to like because like you're not going out to eat or going on right look look i'm the first one to admit it it happened to me i've been finding more autographs lately i've been getting a little bit more into it which is weird because you know we're in an economic we're in economic trouble people have less money this would be the thing you think people would dial back Yeah, but on. you're saving twice as much, Steve. When you cut back from six to three chicken nuggets over that big of a span, the Dude, amount I, of money you got to be pocketing for autographs is tremendous. Dog, I was in my worst days, I was I was down in 20. I'm not even going to lie. Is that real nuggets or printed nuggets? Oh, <laughs> hey. Look, I I had the 3D printer cranking back there. I was I was cranking out nuggets here. You know, counterfeit nuggets. I had no shame. These nuggets. These <laughs> nuggets? Is that what I heard in the background? You did hear these nuggets. These nuggets, baby. Yes. But I, look, I had no problem down in a 20 pack and a large fry in my day. Come on. Would you eat a printed nugget, though? Would you try one? Sure. Why not? Just, I, I've just also see seen that they have like uh, lab grown beef now as well, too. I, you know, just to see what it tasted like. What the hell? I mean, I, I've eaten, you know, vegan. I've eaten vegan meat before. Like the, like I haven't had the vegan wings that Mike is talking oh, about. But I, had... grown. <laughs> That's two very different things. Yeah. Well, excuse me. <laughs> I ain't touching. If I yeah. knew it was cloned or printed, I ain't touching it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Something we real we... weird about that. You already eat modically genetic food. I mean, I mean, I do. I do steroid runs periodically anyway. So what the hell's the difference if my my food has steroids? Yeah. Well. Right. But I mean, I'll I'll try anything. Drop once. a cycle, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I love every once in a while. Like Steve just doesn't see something that ridiculous coming, and you can just see he's like, I I don't even know how to. Respond. He just stays the course. He's our anchor. <laughs> Appreciate you, Steve. That's it. Just get this shit back on track before we sink. That's really my job. Steve just wants to go out and hit a couple pokey stops before bed. Yeah, come on, man. I got one right down the street, too. I found that out half a block away. Yeah, just wait till this game takes you in North Philly, as we already discussed. And you're uh, like, yeah. Look, I, I, I go, I go, I get North Philly poke stops, I get some bodega chips, and I got a good day. There it is. I eat there breakfast. it is. I'm wrap, wrap snacks. I'm Wait till it's snacks like three like, in the morning and you're like in a cemetery, pitch black. You have no idea where you're at. Look, can have you done it? Yeah. Okay. Wait. Do you get like unique shit there? Yeah. Different shit. I, different environments breed different shit. Like, is there is there really three a.m. Pokemon that are like crazy? Well, so at nighttime in cemeteries, you're more inclined to get ghost Pokemon. I, I might. I might think about it. Dude, the wildest Pokemon you'll catch are about 215 under the L. Yeah. <laughs> just, just say you got that Weedle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you saw that Ed, Bam, Ed Bassmaster video before? It's a good video. <laughs> that shit was hilarious, dude. <laughs> he does good work. Local dude, too. Yeah, Very yeah good. he is. He's a funny dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I, this is the moment where I'm considering dropping it right here. <laughs> get, get it back on track and just say, this is where we end. <laughs> Steve needs to get that Weedle. It's probably a good time to cut it so you can get that Weedle. 
Oh, yeah, I need that wheel. Down. I need Get that wheel. There, Smokey Mon. That's it. Yeah, unless, unless anyone has anything else to bring to the table. No, you were at an hour. Um, you know, it, yes. Yeah. We're going to see what MLB does next week to screw everything up. I mean, the Phillies won't be back till Friday. Who knows what the hell's going to happen? I mean, we ought to yeah. have some more crap to talk about with this. With this. If I you mean, guys are in Atlanta, stop by Magic City, get some wings, let get, us know what's up. Get, Gets, yeah, we yeah we we need somebody to confirm this whether or not they're really the good good wings. We also need everybody to hit the Facebook page. Don't yeah. forget to leave your choice on the video of who the worst pitch is, so Mike can give you a thousand dollars to Dunkin' Donuts. There you go. You you need that good coffee, man. <laughs> good co- good coffee, a wake up wrap, you know. I pay for the better yet. Maybe instead of coffee, maybe I'll give them change. Oh, dude, dude. The, going, the going rate on the secondary market for coins? My God, you might as well be handing out poke coins. For $50 and change, you can get a free shorty. <laughs> well, that's what she said. Yeah. And on that, <laughs> zing, we end it. We're out, baby. I'm dropping the headset. <laughs> we love Later. you, sir. Thank Obama you, sir. Out. Later. Hard work, 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 hard work,
We've all got secrets. <laughs> That's a good one, mate. A lot of people won't tell, tell you their uh, closed secrets because they might be still in the closet. <laughs> Anyhow, I hope you're having a bit of fun with that, mate. <laughs>